It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Happy hour is part of the family of the shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is happy hour. A cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar today, we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street where they have a three-hour happy hour here every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. And brunch on the weekends. And brunch on the weekends. And Grayson Jernigan is standing right in front of the board. So there it is. Thank you very much. (laughs) They have a happy hour here every day from 3 to 6 with half-price drinks and half-price starters and bar fare. Thanks, Grayson. That's perfect. Try the Brussels sprouts. And if you want to know, Absolutely. the Brussels sprouts are excellent. Yeah, and if you want to know exactly where we are, we're across the street from the European Wax Center. That's right. On Ferret Street. And <laughs> you get such plugs yes. for not, you know. I love the European Wax Center. Depends on what table we sit at here at Happy Hour, depending on what I can see out the window when I look up. And when I sit on this side of the place, I can see the European Wax Center, which is not just European, but also a wax center. Absolutely. Johnette Downing is here. Johnette, have you ever had anything waxed off you? <laughs> no. Today is the day. I, Congratulations. We so all close. chipped in and we bought you a <laughs> yeah, five dollar so yeah. gift certificate. It's, the, it's just eyebrows. We're it's actually exciting. <laughs> We're actually taking saying? this thing across yeah. the street. <laughs> Andrew Duhon is back from his travels. Good to see you again, buddy. Nice to see you again across the table. Thomas Matera is here, six foot what? Four. Four, six mm. foot four, tallest person we've ever had on Happy yeah. Hour. Oh, oh right. really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a fantastic distinction. Apart from the Not much else to offer, guy. which is why it's going to be difficult for me to on come up with a podcast, you know? Mm-hmm. But well, I'll I try. Can, mm-hmm. I can tell everybody something about you. you you've been here for seven years in New Orleans. You've uh, biked across the country twice on a bicycle. That's cool. correct. You've, uh, that's li- and you've lived in Nepal. I have. That's a pretty All good start, right? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But, mo- but mostly I'm freakishly tall. And That's freakishly 80, tall. 80% of it. You must have been the tallest person in Nepal when you were there, right? Yeah, absolutely. There were stairs. And on the bicycle rides, I was very popular, mostly because riding a bicycle behind me is a fantastic experience. Because you're a huge... Because like, I'm like a billboard, you know? Because so if I'm there, there's a lot was, of wind coming at me, ah. and you just hunker down, and mm. you're just and you're who flying. And who was riding behind you? Um, well, all manner of people. There were 30 of us. Are you across the country twice with 30 people? Yes. So that's 60 in all or the same 30? Uh, 60 in all. Wow. So you're the only constant and the other 29 were all different? Yes. So you found 29 other people <laughs> twice. crazy enough twice, twice. to Absolutely. bike across the country. Well, I decided that after I finished it the first time that, yeah, I'll go ahead and do it again. I did you go see. the same way? Uh, well, east to west, yes. So you did? So you didn't bike back? I did not the exact same route. So I did Jacksonville to San Francisco. Well, we did Jacksonville to San Francisco. Oh, could you only imagine? And then we did Boston to Santa Barbara. Cool. Wow. Oh, wow. How long did it take? So it was about two and a half months yeah. for each trip. Mm. And uh, we stopped to help out with Habitat for Humanity houses along the way. Um, and also stopped to you know, sample the local bars mm-hmm. in every town. Because mm-hmm. that's a huge part of the cultural experience. That sounds like Naturally. a great gig. Yeah. yeah, get dehydrated and then throw back a few. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. If it wasn't for the bicycle idea, that would be awesome. <laughs> if you were in a car, it was just, yeah. it was just driving. driving across the yeah, country. Or drinking. even on a yeah. motorbike would be great. Yeah. Chris Klein is here as well. How Chris are you? Hi, Good I'm afternoon. glad you've made it on Happy Hour Finder. We've been talking about you for years. I did. I'm here on Happy Hour. I'm not drinking. It's not that fun. It's not that happy. I know. I was telling everybody I gave it up feels drinking like for Lent. It feels like it's been an hour already. Yeah. Well, I, I like told you already, <laughs> Lent has been postponed. No, cornbread <laughs> is okay. Corn, corn beef, corn beef, Corn right? beef. Cornbread corn is fine. Corn beef is okay according to the Archbishop of New Orleans, or the Diocese, whatever that's called here. Is it the Archdiocese of New the Orleans. The Archdiocese of New Orleans, not the Archbishop is, of New Orleans. <laughs> yes. corn beef. Yeah. Corn For beef. Friday. Because it's St. Patrick's um, Day. Cornbread's good, but yeah, St. Patrick's Day this Friday, you're not supposed to eat meat. Right. We're but it's okay it. if you're in New Orleans because it's... We it's have been. to. Now, that's just bullshit, though, frankly, isn't it? I'm, I'm not a Catholic, I, think so. I should say that. Yeah. Well, it, if I nailed my hands for this, is what Jesus <laughs> is saying, you know? I'm a recovering Catholic, so I'm trying to... Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so what side are you on? Get I'm actually a recovering corned beef addict, yeah. so it's kind of insensitive. So it's good for everybody. Thing, but, mm. yeah. Okay, I think it's ridiculous to have a religious holiday and then to have the actual the head of the church say you don't have to worry about don't it. Don't worry about just it. Just the rules. What is St. Patrick's Day? Who was St. Patrick? Nobody uh, even knows. I think it's a Hallmark thing. Yeah. Or is that Valentine's? Oh, it's like Valentine's Day? Right. I, I Are think you they're kidding? Becoming it wasn't the even a real St. Patrick. Grayson looks like he knows. What about, what about I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure there was a St. Patrick. I just don't know. 
I think St. Patrick got all the rats out of Ireland or something. Didn't yeah, that sounds right. Uh, yeah, was with that a flute? right? Right with a flute. Uh, Johnette, Downey, you're <laughs> an expert on children's <laughs> tales. In fact, in Ireland, don't they call you the Pied Piper? Yes. Well, didn't the Pied really? Piper get rid of rats? Segway. Yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. ought to know something about St. Patrick, surely. If he did, in fact, get all the rats out of yeah. Ireland, which I, I, don't I know, know that there's people cringing. Well, I do now. play flute, and oftentimes oh. it, it attracts rats. Mm. Yeah. Is that right? In the French Quarter. What frequency? Everything attracts rats. Really? Yeah, there's a, yeah, exactly. You, yeah, I think it's actually the food, but they're there. Did you bring? Yeah. The you didn't bring your flute here, though. What did you bring with you? I brought a harmonica just in case of emergencies. Get the know? harmonica nice. out now, see if we can get any. Get rats. that emergency <laughs> harmonica. Yeah. Out. Now, can you make the same tone on the harmonica yeah, you can yeah. make on a flute? All right, this is pretty ratty right here. This would this be is... awesome if a, if a rat showed up. <laughs> right here. Well, I'm really, sure they that's, don't have that's rats. That's a way fair one. That's a way fair one. Say this podcast. Everybody that works here's eyes just lit up. I just saw it. No, no. I saw a rat. I've seen a rat at. That's, that's called cool. the rat. Oh my march. god, they're, every, they're everywhere. That's, that's the they're rat. Everywhere. Look, here's Noah right here. He works here. <laughs> We're in trouble now. What was that piece you were just playing? That was just that was just a quick. You just made it I up. Just made it up. I like that. Do a bit more of that. I can pop. Oh, you put it away already? Oh, it's just it's right like here. An it's it You never know when we might need that. Wow. That's nice. Okay. I was walking down this road. Came up on this lady in a dark alley. She looked like she needed a hand, so I asked her for the time and she needed assistance. She started to cry and say that her man had been taken away from her. I felt terrible for her, so I offered her a ride to Frenchman Street on my giant rat. We took a rat ride. Ah, nice. Yeah, free the rats. Rat ride, ladies and gentlemen. First collaboration between uh, Chris Pine and Andrew Duhon. Very nice, you guys. That's how we do it. That wasn't even rehearsed at all. Nothing is rehearsed in New Orleans. I (laughs) said in the chart. (laughs) Very nice. I was trying to think of sound effects, and I couldn't. It was so good. It was (laughs) Chris plays everything. Don't mess mess with that. You play everything. You're more of the instrumentalist. What are, the, what are the, some of the instruments you play? I play harmonica, I play flute, saxophones, I sing, play a little piano, write a little bit of music, that sort of stuff. Do you play the guitar as well? I don't play the guitar. I'm not really good with the strings. Mostly wind instruments. Mm, wind instruments, you know, woodwind. What's your favorite band you're in? Uh, my own, yeah. <laughs> of course. That's 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 called. Uh, it's called The Boulevards. Chris Sweet. Klein and The Boulevards, and that's kind of my project. Mm. And I get to show off all those instruments in it. So mm-hmm. I would say that's my favorite because, yeah. you know, nobody tells me to shut up in that one. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> have you ever seen the video stuff that Chris has done, these videos online here? I have not. Tell so, me about so I, I don't like to throw this word around too often, but that is pretty genious stuff, I have to Oh, say. shucks, man. You I mean, watch the, it? It's the word <laughs> stuff I was talking about I don't like to throw around um, too. You know, it's funny because there's about, I guess, 57 people have watched it, and yeah. now you're 58. This is good. I guess I was 58. <laughs> I can't believe it. How do you know I was 58? I, I wish they wouldn't been, put those counters in. They I could have been. Yeah, feel yeah, so right. small. The two people listening are going to be 59 and 60. Uh, yeah, <laughs> really? I mean, come no, on. No, it is sad. I, I, I like doing you. film. I like doing uh, film. And uh, I'm actually doing something. And I like doing projects and coming up with interesting things and different ideas. And right now, it's funny. We were talking about Frenchman Street. I mean, I'm just going to announce it right here for the first time. Uh, I have a show coming up, an art show. I'm trying to divide, uh, devise all of my artwork in, and uh, it is called Reflections in the Tide Pools of Frenchmen. Mm. <laughs> Do I have to write that down? You have to write that down. Okay, Everyone writes this down, please. Reflections in the Tide Pools of Frenchmen. Now, what this is, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Frenchmen and what's going on for the last couple of years, but there has been a uh, puddle on every possible uh, area of Frenchman Street for about five years, and it's never dried up. It is a living organism, and this puddle, is, it, is, it has life, and I've been fascinated Absolutely. with it. I'm a little weird, so I started taking pictures of it. And now I'm watching these, these huge puddles. They've grown, they've moved. Some are milky, some are clear, some have algae. It's fantastic. So I've taken a bunch of these pictures, and here's the real, uh, I don't like to throw this around, but not that great of an idea, but I th- just turned them upside down. Okay. So what you see is you see the reflection right, the of the reflection, building right yeah. side I up, love it. and That's... then it just t- appears to go away into nothingness. Yeah. That nothingness is a street. It tricks your eyes, yeah. but I've taken about 50 pictures of buildings 
in the dirty water. Yeah. Wow. And I, I think I'm going to do a little what show. What I really like the is that. The sound you just heard is everyone's mind being blown. I like that the title of the exhibit sounds like this writer's attempt to come up with something clever, but it's literal. You know, oh, It's absolutely. really just reflections in the tide pool uh-huh. of Frenchman Street. It yeah. really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly that. It's a description of what it is mm-hmm. in a long, pretty sentence, I guess you could call it. But yeah. You that could, is it. You could add the word inverted in this. <laughs> I don't want to give it away, though. You I want, want people... You want to figure oh, it out? I just gave it away, but uh, if you see it... I'm no one it. listens to this anymore. <laughs> okay, good. And You're if safe. people just remember stuff for like 10 minutes anyway, so eventually I'd like people to, at the first glance, see this and go, yeah. Oh. Don't recognize that as a puddle just away. I think it's upside down. Is that upside down or is it just me? Are you making a book out of this? No, I'm probably going to do like about 30 pictures and just print them, you know, and not put them online so people can steal them, but actually print them and see if any idiot buys them. I mean, any a uh, good okay. uh, purveyor of artwork. Step <laughs> right up, folks. Where could, where could idiots buy them at? I think I'm going to do them at my gigs. You know, a kind okay. of a combination two and one. Yeah, you have to go. come see me play right, if you want to buy them. Or vice versa. Mm-hmm. If you want to see me play, you might want to look at these as well. So you spend a bit of time down on Frenchman Street by the sound of it if you've got I lonely do. and sad and drunk enough to be staring at the puddles. I do. <laughs> no, sometimes I just get there early. You know, I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely lonely and sad, puddle looking is something I do. Right, this is your coffee over here, by the way. Oh, Given it's Lent and you've quit drinking. Right, oh, by the way, if go. you've come Bottoms here today, up. I should say, if you're watching this live on Facebook or you're here at, at Wayfair to, see, to meet Brian Ferry, bad news about that. Oh. Brian Ferry has oh. decided he's not coming to join us. Today. Oh, oh no. Brian, Brian, Brian. He's oh, resting just... his voice. Oh, Brian. Which is fair enough. Yeah, I, guess yeah. I mean, after all, yeah. he's supposed to be a singer, not you know, come down here and waste his time talking to us. But you never know, somebody from the Brian Ferry organization might show up is what I'm thinking. Okay. But I have no reason to believe that. And they can have his cocktails. Yeah, they can have his drinks. I don't know if he drinks. Oh, I guess or he mocktails. It's yeah, a shame right. because he is, you know, I have to a say. seminal mocktails figure in rock history. Over here at it would have been fun to meet him, wouldn't it? I yes. Can. He's the inventor of glam rock, after all. He's yeah. one of the hundred most important rock musicians in the world, according to Rolling Stone magazine. And then More of This. So, that's one of his songs, More of This. More of This. And that's then Avalon. Love is a Drug. Love is the Drug, I'm thinking of. Avalon, that great album. Mm-hmm. I know it. We're all excited about meeting him, but I know. So I one of you guys is going to have to play the part of. What about this guy? The over cool, here? suave dude yeah. Yeah. that's been around the so world. He wants to play the part of. <laughs> Brian for Ferry. thousands for twenty years. English, isn't he English? No. Brian Ferry is yes. English. This guy English. is from uh, Ithaca, okay. New York. He's a oh. physicist. He's in town for a conference. Uh, that's wow. not going to work. Should I? For the Brian. Should we ask him? No. From. I mean, if you, want, if you want. Uh, if he can play the part. He'll play the part of Brian Ferry. You know, like on Broadway, the part of Brian Ferry today was played by. Something right. He's yeah. not a physicist. He's an engineer, actually. Had a I'm saying, how much conference. of that was made up that you just decided? <laughs> That's all true, right? <laughs> what percentage Did you of hear that? It? Come what percentage here. of that was made up? Yeah. Are you really a physicist? Absolutely no, not. He's not a physicist. Come over here yeah, and talk. He's a trapeze artist <laughs> from Cleveland. Here. Okay, can you pull that up? No. I know you're. Okay, I, I, I talked to you earlier, right? Right. What, what did you You didn't tell me your name. What's your name? I said there are. What's your name, Sandy? Andy. Andy. Yeah, and there okay. are uh, 10,000 people in uh, New Orleans for a physics meeting. Ah, oh, wow. Hello. And I'm one of them. Very nice. nice. So there were 29 other people who biked across the country with Thomas Matera. That's true. Were you one? Uh, <laughs> so you're kind of in Maybe? the same boat with 9,999 like other people. By sky, I wish convention. I could bike across the country. I oh, you can. I biked across New Orleans. Very nice. Part of it. Did you get here today? I did. You're on a bicycle? A mile I am. From a, I'm on a bicycle. Really? Yeah. Where did you get the bike from? From the sure. Airbnb yes. hostess. Ah, oh, you took it from the Airbnb, or it comes with it. What it bike? came with it, a cheap bike. So, yeah. what's the physics bike. conference about, actually? It's uh, everything in physics. It's 10,000 people. There, there are 10,000 talks this week, and one of them is mine. What are you nice. talking what are you about? Talking? Yeah. I'm going to talk in part about bicycles, actually. No, no. shit. Come on. What? Come on. Yeah, really. What are, what are the odds? What are the odds? You got the let's right guy there. right yeah, here. Yeah, let's get in there. Six What are you talking about, bicycle wise? Uh, how they balance themselves. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Dude, I have no idea how they balance That's awesome. In my I'll mind, they just do. So well, they, they, I would appreciate that knowledge. Right. Yeah. But well, they don't balance themselves. If you stand a bicycle up, it's not balancing. But it, if you stand it still, it doesn't balance. But if you push it uh-huh. and let it go, uh-huh. it'll balance itself. Uh-huh. It's, okay. And sometimes if you clip in and you don't clip out in time, then it doesn't balance itself because you tip over no, and I did fall that. into the street. No, I did that once. Oh, yes. I, I, I was clipped. I was clipped so many in times. With a... Yeah. 
big backpack full of groceries. Uh, yeah. Came up to a stoplight, yeah. just tipped over, bang, I mean, flat yeah. on my it's side. This thing is scary. So clipped in for people who don't ride bikes is the thing that you do with putting your shoes into yeah. the pedal thing. Yeah, yeah. right. And it, it helps the efficiency of your pedal. It helps the efficiency of your pedaling. I wasn't really flipped in. It gives you to push forward. Because you're getting, because you're getting theoretically twice while the physicist is over here. So I'm not going to... Ooh. Is that correct? Inertia. We're just doing buzz science words now. He would know. Yeah, yeah, I know. He would know. I know, I know yeah. this stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but the, the tip over is actually a very funny sight to see. So my first trip when we started in Jacksonville, I signed up too late, and I told them, you're supposed to train, you know, for these trips. I sent them the size of the bicycle I needed, and they said, oh, God, that's going to be a problem, you enormous human being. So I didn't see my bike until Jacksonville, and I never clipped into a bicycle before. So I spent the first day riding around in a circle in a cul-de-sac, trying to just clip in and clip out, clip in, clip out. Must have fallen down 50 times. And then, of course, the people living there called the police on me. It was a minor misunderstanding. <laughs> but the point, the best part is because you basically come to a complete stop, right? And then you realize you can't take your feet out in time. Right. So you realize you're going to fall down a full three seconds before you make contact with the ground. So it's very slow. Oh, shit. And you, and you fall down. And what is the trick for getting your feet out of a clip? There's a twisting Twist. mechanism. Twist. Johnette, are well, you so a bike rider as well? I am. Uh-huh. Come on. Yes. Do you have a clip-in thing? No. Well, I, one of the bikes I do have. I have a Colnago. I have a very cool When we ride Colnago. across the country together, you will have a clip-in. Okay. For me, it was just a what old fashioned, would you, what old fashioned you toe clips. Sure. What's toe the name clips. of your bike? Wait. Uh, right now, when I just I, have... Well, I had a Colnago, which is... How a, do you spell that? <laughs> C? I didn't know there was going to be a Everyone say C. Do this phonetically. Colnago. It's Italian. Colnago. Colnago, and it's I've Italian. I've never heard that. I like the sound. That sounds like a drink. Write it down. <laughs> I'm writing it down. Wait, there, there are Colnago. different clips than toe clips? Like they clip in your The bottom part of your foot. Yeah, yeah it's your shoe. You've has got to have clip. something on your shoe first, right? Right, right. But yeah. so what I'm, I'm familiar with the ones on the toe, but what, yeah, what's so going on Yeah, so it's different than That's the toe. It. So this actually has a mount on the bottom of your of the shoe that you're, you're cycling shoe. How many right. female actually, parts, so to yeah, speak? Yeah, and it... Chris I guess I'm just it. thinking of, of what's on the toe is the clip. I, I, I know the male-female thing, but it's not like your heel is clipped in as well or anything. No. I'm just like, no, but I it's think the it's same got a place. Sort of a slot it is, it is different than the toe pouch. Yeah, totally. Yes. totally yeah. Can your you wear shoe any has a, shoes with us, or do you have to have no. special shoes? You need the they clip tried, shoes, they right? tr- Yeah, clip they try shoes. to make shoes that have the clips on shoes, and you can it? still walk no, around, but you can't. Not so much, yeah. If you have no, clips on your shoes, Andy, do you have special shoes? No, no. So for me, it was just the old-fashioned toe clips, so I couldn't get out. Because yeah. your foot is all the way in there all the right. way. Oh, yeah. I just didn't know how to get out of it. <laughs> and a couple of tip-overs. Yeah, well, that's tip-overs. one big one in front it of happens. that crowd, little crowd. It happens. So what's the first line of your address to the physics conference? Uh, it's about... Anyone uh, here from out of town, do you say? Well, I'm, 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 I came here to warm up to practice my... <laughs> oh, you there did? You yeah, yeah. All right, well, here's your chance. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Here we go. This is, well, suppose you want, do you want a round of applause? Are you ready? I just, are you, my this first is the line, premiere. Of suppose you want to make a better robot. Wouldn't it be good if the robot controlled itself and you didn't have to control it? Mm. That's my theme. What if you want to Just like a bicycle can balance itself and you don't have to balance it. Deep. I'm not sure that that's a good idea or not. It sounds very scary. It sounds very like a movie of some bad nature. The robot driverless car situation. It is, right. That's the idea. It's driverless walking robots, right? What about a driverless bike? Is that possible? It is. A motorbike, I think. It is. No, but that's the bicycle. You push it, it drives itself, kind of. Nice. It doesn't, though. You have to be on it. You don't. You can play. You you, you can go if you go in a big parking lot. You can play catch with a bicycle. Two people standing like a hundred feet apart. You push the bike. It, it rides itself across the other person. You have push you it done back. that? Andy? Yes, I have. <laughs> can you tell? His demeanor. He's like, you think I've done that? It's like two hundred feet, baby. <laughs> one of those activities where if you add alcohol to it, you could really stratospherically well, improve your yeah. enjoyment. You know. And who did you convince to play that with you? My wife. And how long, <laughs> how long have you been married? Here we go. Married a long time? Uh, 22 years. 22 years, Aww. okay. That's I can sweet. show you a video of her doing sweet. it. Do you actually. have a name for that game, Push Bike? 
Bicycle catch. Bicycle yeah. catch. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. I see this on the Olympics. I'm doing Bicycle it. Bicycle catch. You've been you married a long time, first. Johnette, haven't you? Four years. Four years is quite a long time in our <laughs> circles. In the world, yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Okay, so <laughs> you want to leave us, Andy? You want to get back to practicing? No, I, but I can show you uh, while you're talking. I'll go set up the video, and you can watch the bicycle. I'll show, I'll show you a video of the bicycle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Bicycle yeah. catch. We'll yeah. go back yeah. to hanging out for a All right. We're going to be color commentary on this video. Okay. What are the chances that we've got some sort of bike? Expert, that's yeah. pretty good. Okay, so you got you got 30, 30 of you drove rode across the country. Who are these other twenty nine people? It's some sort of a group. Yeah, other uh, like other people that decided to do this with me. Part of Habitat for Humanity or something. Yeah, it's through a nonprofit organization. Right. Other people that decided this would be a good idea. So a small number of people. And did you meet any uh, young women or any romantic? Well, it's interesting you should mention it Thank because you. it really is quite the social experiment, right? It's right. thirty strangers <laughs> thrown together. All clad in spandex, right, riding across the country. Toe clips, male and female, things mm -hmm. going in. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, absolutely. One thing leads to another. Everybody's everybody's quads getting bigger, uh. arms getting smaller. The tan lines, people, the tan lines. Why do your arms <laughs> get smaller? Because they atrophy. I mean, what are you doing with these things? How you're long like, does it take to bike much? across there? Like five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to atrophy <laughs> and the distance. How long well, does about, it take? Atrophy is a strong word, but it's, it was about two and a half months. Oh my God, two and a half months. Yeah. How many but houses? Your, but you your legs are just. That sounds really fun. Absolutely. Is there like a. Do you like to do that, John? I like this okay. idea, yeah. Yes. Right. We have another. Is there a travel manager? You gotta, you gotta go for yourself. Or yeah, take... so basically, of the 30 people, 26 are just mindlessly living the dream. You just wake up in the morning, get handed some directions, right. and you make yourself cool. get to that destination. I thought the you were going to say get handed some drugs. Did you think that? No. Ah, directions. No. I would, I would never besmirch this nonprofit on, on such yeah. a fine program. Okay. <laughs> the point is so that you're doing this straight. So, mm, it's a ish. I, I love how I, I love how I did this with my hands right. as if this it's was a radio. video that this is going to work. On. Sorry, I'm new to this. But yeah, so the idea is those 26 people just get directions and have to make it there by the end of the day. Do whatever you want. Just mm -hmm. get there. There's going to be food, showers. Oh, it's not showers, a group. It's not like a, a peloton bar. or whatever they call it in biking. Riding, that is a yeah, that is a peloton. Yeah, I mean, people break up into groups. So. Riding 30 at a time would be logistically pretty difficult. Okay. Yeah. So, so you break up into smaller groups. You're going to hate somebody of the 30, and you're going to want to get away from them. That's another great point. Because out of the That's 30, true. there's probably a handful of people that you get along with they so folks, well. Yeah. Right. And at the end of the trip, you can't. You think, oh, no, how can I live without them? Then there's a handful of people that you think, I can't spend one more minute. Because totally. you're all sleeping together yeah. in the same quarters. Karen takes so long meal. in the shower. A Karen lot. never gets on the bike in time. Yeah, totally. Yeah. A lot of communal, a <laughs> lot of communal showers. Yeah. That type of thing goes okay. on. So yeah, it really does turn into a, a quasi orgy by the time you hit. I don't know the Midwest or so. Well, good so. news. We have a. We get to find out yes. about this. Okay, show. Here's Let's do this thing. Here's a demonstration. People on the radio are watching the video. Catch. Don't worry about it. You're it's not involved. The, it's you'll, the premiere of this. You'll have to oh, watch oh, this. Oh, right, here, here, oh look, here he is pushing the bike across the parking lot. Halfway. And has no seat. It has no seat because it doesn't need a seat. Seats are for humans. Gloriously yellow, ladies. Look how far it's going, and that's not your wife, by the way. Okay, that's pretty impressive. It could be. So two questions. Why no seat? Let's say what you know. Why no human? All right. It would. It would. It would make the right, center of gravity goes. higher, so you took the seat off. Man, that is awesome. I want to do that. That's this pretty now. impressive, I have to say. This is a bicycle riding itself across there, the parking lot. I see, lot. like, a, this, this is like you could Google. do uh, darts, <laughs> bicycle darts. There are 10 adults sitting in a bar watching somebody push a bicycle towards another person in a parking lot. You understand if your eight-year-old kid did this, but what possessed you exactly to be interested in Physics, man. Physics. What is the law of Andy, look at me here. Andy, come back. Okay. Wait, we Here's have another, another video. shot. Second video. Here's another shot Here of go. the bicycle pushing itself. Okay. I mean, he, that was a turkey, it's I believe. Defying. It's yeah, defying. He, he threw oh, a turkey on that there. one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. So wait, the seat creates drag, so you have to get rid of the seat. No, correct? the seat's just—I uh, don't know. We didn't. The oh, bike didn't man, have I a seat. Was, <laughs> just in there. Oh, oh man, I thought I was yeah. onto something. Oh, I thought yeah. I was onto something. You're a physics expert some for a minute. Some seats, some bikes don't have a seat. What's the deal? No, we just stand up. Come on. No, we just didn't have one. But if we're going to get something out of this, we need to find out what is the law of physics that you're exemplifying here that we can learn something about. Good question. The big—the big thing is—is when when things balance. They've got to be supported underneath the center of mass. Mm -hmm. So the bike's got to be above the wheels. So when it falls to the right, 
something, somehow the wheels have to get back underneath. So the bike steers to the right, and that brings the wheels back underneath it. Mm. And it's the same way that you balance when you're standing up. Like if you fall to the right, you step to the right. When you fall forwards, you step forwards. Mm. So the basic idea is that the gravity force has to be aligned with the support force. Mm -hmm. and, then, and when they get out of a line, something has to get them back in alignment. Okay. Yeah. That's the basic principle. Is anybody following this? Yeah. Uh, guys, <laughs> I can work with the that. The first five I don't words. Believe, I don't believe any of you guys. Well, like your feet have to be under your stomach, basically, right? Yeah. And if, if you're falling over, your stomach's not over your feet anymore. You've got to move your feet back underneath. Mm -hmm. And the same with the bicycle. If you're falling off to the right, somehow the wheels got to get back underneath you. So they st right. you steer yeah. to the so right. So they've got to be vertical. I mean, whatever it is, horizontal to the, yeah. to the plane. That vertical. They're on. Vertical. So you, right. the vertical. Plane, yeah. So you don't fall off. So you don't fall off. Yeah. That's right. So but isn't this, I hate to say this, Andrew, you go before. Oh, just, I don't just a quick be... question. So you said this bike didn't happen to have a seat. I'm just playing devil's advocate because you're practicing here. Yes. Do you think that your <laughs> physics friends, won't, won't your physics friends say uh, a higher center of gravity would have meant, uh, well, a seat would have meant a higher center of gravity. Yes. And that it wouldn't have over. gone that far. Would it would, yes, yeah. That's all. Yeah, it would be fine. So I, I show this video to people. I say, now, what's funny about this bicycle? And they say, it doesn't have a seat. And then I say, well, that's true. What else? They say, well, it doesn't, it doesn't have, have pedals. Oh. Okay, what else? It doesn't have a chain. Okay, what else? It doesn't have brakes. What else? It doesn't have a person on it. What else? But actually, there's something else funny about it, which is that the forks are bent. The forks. The forks are bent. Help yeah. us out, yeah. bike anatomy people. What's a What's fork? A fork? That's, the that's the thing. That's the, the thing that goes from the front, front wheels, wheels, from the handlebars yeah. to the front wheels that holds yeah. the wheels on, that's, the front wheel that's on. That's not a completely um, ridiculous situation. The forks are bent. Okay, is, yeah. is that something you did? Well, it enables you to get low and get aerodynamic. I mean, that's pretty well. No, so this, is, this is a bike that came out of my <laughs> yeah. barn. It's not sort of a random. You have yeah. your own yeah. barn as well. Ooh, that's cool. I'm jealous. I've never had I have a no barn. barns. Not too many barns barn. in New Orleans, unfortunately. What else no. is in the barn besides street your street car barn? Bike, street car barn up there on Jeanette Street. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. Bicycle museum in there. You have a bike museum in the barn. <laughs> yeah. So you're a real no, bike guy. You really yeah. do love bicycles, don't you? I'm, I'm, I'm in, I don't ride bikes much, but I'm interested, really? I'm interested in how they work. Yeah. I don't read comics, but I have a huge collection. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. It's like that. Never read any of them, but I got like a box of them somewhere that I've had for well, A garage years. full, actually. Exactly. Is the way. You probably do, right, Chris? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I've never read one of them, but boxes labeled in the plastic thing do with you tape. Do you yeah. buy them I'm for the, investments? Yeah. Uh, yeah. no, I just buy them for pleasure. Well, you know what? The, you go to Comic Con. A wise I'm, man told I'm the exact same way about porn. If so. you do, <laughs> if you want to make an investment, buy something that you like. So in case it doesn't work out investment-wise, you can still have something mm. you like. But how do you know if you like it if you don't read it? I like the pictures. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a real simple <laughs> guy. Isn't that <laughs> I like the pictures. Okay, here's that's good. here's that's another bad. example of pushing the the bike catch this time. Teeny, this, has, this, this is a bike with little teeny wheels. wheels. I think we call oh, that a scooter. Right. It's like a scooter, except for the it's got teeny wheels and I mean, it's uh, no seat at like all. something you made for out of, in a hospital out of the hospital bed. It's made. It's, it's a little bit special. Yeah. Did you make this? Uh, my friend made it in Holland. In Holland, okay. Yeah. So it's a Dutch bike. Do you it's do, a, do, you a Dutch do, friend. do you do Pilates? Parties. Parties. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't say that, but that's even funny. Pilates. Pilates. Do you do Pilates? <laughs> no, no. No, just okay. Where is this conference, by the way? Is it you know, the convention center? The conference is the big convention center. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, what other speeches have you, you been come to? Come see me Friday morning. At yes. 11. Public? Yeah, Friday at eleven. Right. Friday at eleven. Yeah. We Done. can do that. We're not doing we'll anything. Q and A session. We'll be the charity yeah. section. Eleven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, Andy. Yeah, exactly. Are you taking your bike down there for say, a demo? I'll bring my bike and I'll, I'll push it right my bike. I'm going to ride my bike there. Yes. Okay. Where are you staying while you're in New Orleans? Uh, uh, like a mile from here on Ferret. We're on Ferret. You're on Ferret Street. So you're about a mile down that way on Ferret Street. Okay. And how you like the neighborhood? Airbnb, right? I like it. So you're contributing to the destruction of the neighborhood. Ava and Michael's B&B. I advertise it. It's very good. What are their names? Ava and Michael. Ava and Michael. Ava. I hope nobody goes and firebombs. A lot of people here don't like Airbnb. I mean, a lot of people but just in I love general, it personally. Yeah, the spread of... I think uh, it's awesome. Yeah. But yeah. It's very convenient. There's a lot of show of Tolles yeah, Alex yeah, that's yeah, ruining yeah. New Orleans. I don't like it until I need one. You right. know exactly. Until yeah. so we have to go somewhere else. And exactly. Wow, it's I cheap. Like it. and, and then it's I get great. one immediately. Yeah. Well, okay, that's nice to meet Andy. Andy, nice to meet you. Yeah, Thanks Andy. for joining Thank you, Andy. What's well your, done. Andy, what's your other name so we can Google you? Oh, you can Google me. Ruina. R-U-I-N-A. R-U-I-N-A. Andy. Ruina. 
Yeah. Very, I'm very Googleable. Okay. Googleable. It's <laughs> a very unusual name, yeah. Rowena. Polish Jewish. Polish and Jewish. Uh -huh. Polish Jewish. So your parents or your grandparents are Polish Jews? All four of my grandparents are from Poland. All four of your grandparents? And they don't say they're Polish. They say they're Jewish. It's just not, to them, it's not Polish. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, that's what they would have said when they were alive. Yeah. Do you speak Polish? They, they didn't even speak Polish. No, they didn't. They just spoke Yiddish. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. You don't speak Yiddish, I assume, right? Okay, all right, just checking. That would have been a good language to do the speech in about the... Right. I bet, what's Yiddish for bicycle catch? I bet there's a good... Bicycle catch. Well, for bicycle catch. Bicycle yeah. catch in Yiddish. Well, yeah. I'm going to write that down yeah. as well. Now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so listen. I don't think they I had I, that back I then. I do feel like that my accomplishment was minimized by the fact that we just watched bicycles move on their own. That is true. true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Like, way to go. And nothing, Sorry, you know, obvious, obviously, we're fast friends, you know? <laughs> but, but the, but the 7,000 miles I rode my bicycle You mean you sat on exactly. a bicycle. <laughs> was, you know, at you this point, it was, what, 90% momentum and 5% physics. It could have rolled itself. 5% yeah. drinking. She got to see I feel like I kind of got... So you spent, okay. you spent half a year in total in riding your bike across the country and back. Uh... Which well, was, it wasn't so, back. I basically rode it once, and then, flew back, right. and then the following summer did it again. So you did two summers in a row. That's right. That's pretty cool. It was I'm, fantastic. Yeah. I'd never been out west before, so that was my, my yeah, experience. Yeah, that's cool. And, and how many first, miles a day are you doing? Well, it depends. About 75 on average. Wow. But it really depends on who's willing to put us up for the night because you're trying to <laughs> save money. So basically how it mm. works is, so I was talking, the 26 people have completely no responsibility. Right. That's where we got the to before Andy came over with us. Let's go back blew to me right out of the water. Yeah, so when we, <laughs> when we edit the show, we'll just and, cut Andy and out completely. And completely upstage we'll me with a bicycle that does not actually require <laughs> human propulsion. So then there's four people that are in charge of all the logistics, which is what I was doing the second summer. Uh -huh. And they are trying to find the safest bike route, a free place for everyone to stay, and meals to eat, which can be a serious struggle. Mm. Because when you're 30 people and you just biked 100 miles... You don't smell great, you need showers, and you eat for about 120, 130, mm -hmm. right? So I would routinely be cold calling the mayor of Coshocton, Ohio, or Socorro, New Mexico, and say, hey, myself and 30 of my friends are going to be in town on our bicycles. How would you like to house us, give us a place to shower, and feed us? Which was an uphill battle. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Sometimes uh, we slept in tents. Are you surprised to hear this is even like year now? now this is planned out. No, I mean, this was several months in advance that I would make these phone calls. Oh, I for the most you were part, on your you get, bike, like, well, <laughs> Googling For the most part, you get food. a response, but there were definitely the <laughs> occasion here. when you were really far out into, the, out into the wilderness in New Mexico, and you were 36 hours out and going, well, I guess we're doing peanut butter and jelly and tents tonight. So that's... Do so you have that with you? You have a supply of peanut butter and jelly and bread just in case things... Well, you have to... There's a, there are bulk purchases along the way of... Peanut butter and jelly. Mm -hmm. And are there honey buns? That's what I was going to say. Is there a car following? Yes, there is. Uh, okay. Yes. Here we go. So I wouldn't mind doing that. Driving the van? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, driving the van can like be a good time. You can smoke cigarettes in the car. You can absolutely smoke oh, cigarettes that would be in good. the van. Yeah. yeah then you Somebody can... needs to drive the van. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds good. You can good. listen to podcasts like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Yes, you could have <laughs> a podcast. You can make a podcast, actually. Just interview people as they're struggling to climb the Rockies. You can just shove a microphone out. Go ahead. How's it going? How's it going? What if we were like the Stardusters uh, bus or somebody like in the parade with giant speakers on, on the wow, like roof? Yeah. And we're just playing Rocky themes and shit, you know, to the bike. Folks. I think we can incorporate the harmonica too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Flight of the Valkyrie. We've, yeah. we've got a we've got a mic with a megaphone in front. Just be like, you well, know. While we're doing that, why don't we also yeah. have pick a, it up, a, Karen? Why don't we have a truck go, with Karen. people with beads on it? Yeah. And well, we I think, could. I think eventually our friends just going to invent a bicycle that you can push from the Atlantic and have it end up in the Pacific. Uh -huh. right? I that's, can. That's where we're. That's where that's we're where leading. We're just so have to come up with a more comfortable seat. I wish this is the Google of bicycles. Wait, I've got an idea. That seat looked pretty rough, you know, for twelve hours. So um, there's a there's that tube that they're thinking about building in the West Coast. That's like a vacuum tube right. where you know you, the, it takes very little to propel a a, a a shuttle of people through that tube, right? Right. What if we created a beam or a, a bike path from Jacksonville to San Francisco, yes. where you started about 100 feet in the air, and you just make sure the bike path is constantly on a slope. 
Just keep <laughs> that, that momentum. And all you got to do is just coast. <laughs> keep it going. Keep but it going. That's how they built the aqueducts across the whole that's of right. the Middle East. Exactly. That's, like Greece. Yeah. Yes. That's what they did. That's yeah. exactly what it yeah. is. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, I think it's like if you split a number in half, come again. you'll never get to zero. Yeah. This is a it's Sir possible. Isaac Newton right. level of epiphany right here. That was just <laughs> that was just reached. That if you just get high enough, you could just push the bicycle down. That's it. From that ocean to ocean. But that's true. That's absolutely And that's how they built those aqueducts across the entire Middle East, except they wanted to transport water. Yeah. But now we figured that out. Now the whole thing is, it wouldn't it be great if we could get all these cars off the road? That's right. right. What That's if we right. just right. build a thing on a slope? Uh-huh. uh-huh. You could be on your skateboard, on your bicycle, Anything, on yeah. your three-wheeler. Yeah. I bet Sweden's this already a brilliant doing this. Idea. Sweden's Sweden's probably are... like 80% away <laughs> to having a this idea, idea Andrew. Thanks, buddy. It's one of these environmentally, you know... <laughs> Sound ideas that someone's going to do. Okay, it's Perhaps. time for some music. Who's going to provide some music here? What's happening, Johnette? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. Right, what I are you playing? Well, Chris, Chris is going to play. Some. Chris already played a little bit of his harmonica. Mm-hmm. Is that a guitar right there? Yes. That's a guitar. You want to? Mm-hmm. You don't play the guitar. I don't play the guitar. But you can play the. Do you harmonica. want to? Do you want to yes. try it? But you dabble. I dabble. I've dabbled. Before. Okay. Well, we I'll have two guitars gu- here actually. If you want to play two of them. Play guitar and you play harmonica. All right. All right. All right. That sounds like a good idea. Now, this still requires a human being, right? Now I'm thinking, oh, now I know how to spell Colnago. <laughs> Colnago. <laughs> C-O-L-N-A-G-O. That's it. Right. You got it. Look you at this beautiful-looking guitar. This is like a carbon, carbon fiber. fiber. Carbon. Is that right? Jigs. Yes. Buy me a Coke. Wow. <laughs> yes, because I live in New Well, because I tour so much out of the country. and um, Got to keep it light. Hey, so exactly. If anyone's oh. listening Well, because this. there was a time when uh, if you brought, if you have a, a guitar and you bring it overseas... Um, they could confiscate it if you, because if it had any exotic had wood Brazilian in it. Has it been, yeah. oh. has it so, been to hmm. any one of the six countries? I think, yeah. Not a band? I've has been the to guitar, several. Has I've the been guitar been to the end This one? It uh, may not be allowed to be played. It may not be allowed to be put above the overhead no, bin. Exactly. <laughs> that's why it's no, hard. It might be yeah. part of the band which isn't a band which affects the band that's not a band. You know what I'm saying? So which countries have you been to that are currently banned? Oh, well, I've been to rainforest countries like um, Costa Rica. That's okay. You can come yeah. back in if you think. Pura Vida. Yeah. Pura Vida, sí. Excellent. Have you been to uh, Iran? Is that on the list? I I've think been to several Middle Eastern countries. I've been to Oman. Speaking of aqueduct, Oman. Oman. Yeah, Oman, Egypt, uh, Bahrain. Oh, you um, even say that like the Arab people say, Bahrain. Bahrain. Wow, that's impressive. How did you... Sabah Akhir. So you speak any Arabic other than Bahrain and... Uh, that's how are you? Good how day. are you? Yeah, and you say Afwan, um, thank you. And uh, yeah, so I just okay. when I go to a country, I try to learn a few words to you know niceties so that you can. So these are words that you want to speak to children because you're the you're the children. children's ambassador. That's right. <laughs> yes. Isn't that what it says here? Yes. I can't really read this due to my fucked up glasses situation. But uh, why is that? I wonder actually. Because you're old. Is that what it is? Yeah, oh, these, just, these glasses just, worked last week, I can tell you that. I just I turned old, what, so I, that's what I'm saying. I just, do you have glasses? I, just I have like glasses off. for every occasion in life. Why okay. aren't you wearing yours? Then? I'm wearing contacts right ah, now. Well, but sometimes explains. I take them out and I put my glasses on, and sometimes I leave them in, and then I have the, the reading glasses. Right. Then I have the double reading glasses. <laughs> and sometimes I take out everything, and I go like super close-up vision, too, so... And this all happened right, I think, about just 20 minutes after I turned 40 years old. Yeah, I think that's what happens. I can't see anything. I mean, 25 minutes tops. It, they, it all went. It says, Johnny, it says here you're called the musical ambassador to children. Right. And the Pied Piper of Louisiana music traditions. Who, oh. uh, who came up with those things? They're all right off the tongue. Right. Um, well, the Kuwaiti ambassador's wife called me the musical ambassador to children wow. when I was in Kuwait um, because I travel all over the world. Is that on the list? I don't know whether that's legal Kuwait, to uh, say Kuwait anymore. You can. You can say Kuwait. That's legal. All right. Kuwait a minute here. Well, <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't want to get anyone yeah. into trouble. I'm texting Sean Spicer right now. We're I've lost okay. a lot of Kuwait lately. I'm feeling good. Uh, another three. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so Johnette, what do you want to play for us? Oh, let's see. What key? I have just have a G minor harmonica, actually. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that you don't that want to eliminates that. everything. Who buys a G minor harmonica? <laughs> exactly. I'm just I'm very serious about harmonicas. Why did you bring a G minor one? Because I wanted to do that cool song that we did. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. you've got a song. We did it. We did it. We did it. The spoken oh, that one. word. Oh, we did. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <that's> a... <laughs> don't you remember okay. rat puddle? Okay, right. it's going back now. So you, you can play in another key in G minor, but I can't remember which. You know. I can also play in C minor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. I'm screwing you up. Go ahead, you do okay. your thing. 
I'm going to say All right, here. so should we do something that's participatory, like I participatory did last song. time I was on the show? If you think that we can, you know, keep up with you, yes. Mm-hmm. Andrew, you need a microphone at this point. You did this before with me, not the did same I? song. I'll do a different song. Okay, so this is How to Dress a Po' Boy, because I, I do Louisiana oh. music for children, and um, I try to get children involved. So every time I say Po' Boy, you're going to say Po' Boy. What do you mean we're going to say Po' yeah. Boy? Po' Boy. So, the, oh, Po' oh, Boy. Got it. Man, and good. it's to teach children how to dress a pole boy because you know how to dress a pole boy, right? No. Put socks on it. Uh, oh. uh, uh, uh. Pajamas. <laughs> is that, is that <laughs> that's cute? Cute. <laughs> No, you gotta wait till I told you I was a children's book. That's right, you got it. A pole boy is a sandwich, as everybody knows. Dress with all the fixings, and this is how it goes. First, you start with bread. What kind of bread, guys? Uh, French French bread. Good. Long French bread. (laughs) Then you add the mayonnaise. What kind of mayonnaise? Blue plate. Blue plate. What? I mean, blue plate. Blue plate. There you go. (laughs) Blue plate mayonnaise. All right, get ready. Also, apartments. Come on now, we're learning how to dress up. Pull boys. Pull boys. Girl or boy, let's all enjoy a Louisiana pulp boy. Oh boy. Got it. We're in. Lay down a bit of lettuce, leafy green lettuce, follow with tomato. What kind of tomato? Uh, Creole. Good. Creole tomato. Perk it up with pickles. What kind of pickles? Uh, Vlasic. Kirkin. Nope. I don't really like pickles too much. Which is what I would. That's optional, yeah. Optional pickles. <laughs> optional pickles. Dill pickles. Dill pickles. Oh, yeah. 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 Spice it up with. I like Saturn. crystals. Creole mustard. What kind of hot sauce? Crystal. Gotta be crystal. Do it. Louisiana hot One sauce. Wow. One drop will do you. <laughs> Come on now, we're learning how to dress up. Oh boy! Girl or boy, let's all enjoy a Louisiana. Oh boy! You got it. Then you top it off with meat. Any kind of meat. Shrimp, catfish, or soft shell crab. Roast beef debris, or Italian meatball. Crawfish, or sausage, or alligator. Come on now, we're learning how to dress up. Oh boy! Girl or boy, let's all enjoy a Louisiana. Oh boy! Then you put it all together. Yeah, you right. Now your poor boy is dressed, so take a bite. Come on now, we learn how to dress up. Oh boy! Girl or boy, let's all enjoy a Louisiana. Oh boy! Girl or boy, let's all enjoy a Louisiana. Oh boy! Shibi dooby da ba zabi doo ba ba zap zap shibi doo ba ba. Very nice. Uh, that was good. You know, we wouldn't have clapped nearly that much if we weren't part of it. We're mm-hmm. actually like applauding no. ourselves because we think we're so great. Well, right? I just, yeah, <laughs> I well, we did it. We did yeah, it. Yeah, we. You did do it. That was great. <laughs> That's amazing People. how you got us to all do that, yeah. Johnny. It must be. How many kids normally do you play to? Like a class of thirty, or a whole um, bunch of hundred kids? Yeah, hundreds of kids. Yeah, hundreds. Amphitheater is the word you're looking for there. Yeah, amphitheater. Usually, an audience <laughs> is like three hundred. Right. Yeah. How much are you getting paid to sing to like three hundred kids? Is it like rock and roll type money? I wish. 30 Gs. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a manager, an agent, and all that? I do all of it. You do yeah. everything. One woman business. Right. Yeah. Publicity, and everything. How do you get a gig like in Bahrain, say? Oh, that, yeah, that's been going off. I've been doing this for 30 years. So right. through friends. So everybody knows you now. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So and, why has it worked? Yeah. And I often do teacher workshops at conferences, and so then I teach teachers how to use music, especially when I'm in a, another country, how to use music in the class to teach language. Like what? Like um, like this, like that song, you know. Oh boy. boy. Yeah, yeah, like today is Monday. The other song I sang today right. is Monday. You know. Red beans and rice. That's I was, right. I imagine red beans and rice is a shorter. That's it. Monday red beans. That's it. Yeah. That's what so, you got. So use music as a tool because in other countries they don't use music as a tool in the classroom to hmm. teach a language, and it's a perfect vehicle for teaching. What language. do they use? Just like. Uh, it's kind of dry, like, you know, flashcards and you know the old kind of. 
old school stuff. Mm. Repeat so after me. Do they yeah. end up with an education, these kids? Or? Yes. See, yeah. that's the thing. But they can't make yes. a sandwich. Yeah. They can definitely make a sandwich after this. I well, after this, they can. I'm right. saying without it's her, they blue would not plate, be by the way, kids, not helmets, all right? That's right. I think Thank helmets you. is fake. Is it synthetic or something? Sort of I don't know. <laughs> it's got to be blue plate. Yeah. got to be blue plate. I'm sure it's not. It's a substitute. Hey, um, did you know that shrimp was meat? Shrimp was meat? Is it? On Friday? I was surprised <laughs> to hear that you say, we put some meat on it, Crawfish? and then the first word was shrimp. Oh. I don't think the Kuwaiti well, children are making that distinction. Well, well, I'm interested to know, is seafood. shrimp meat? Well, because, no, I guess in the sense of Catholic in Louisiana, no, because you can have seafood for Lent, but you can't have meat. It also says you can't eat shrimp in the Bible. It really? says it in the Bible? Or it does. does. Cloven really? hoof. Or mm. that. Clove and oh, hoof. Cloven. And wing. <laughs> They're good, those two. <laughs> and wing. What, uh, what part of the Bible says you can't eat uh, I don't know. It's like shrimp. It's a dietary supplement. Well, it's, it's in the back. It's not kosher it's, if you're going to It's the seventh commandment, people. Read, <laughs> read something. Because it's a bottom feeder. Oh, probably something yeah, like it's that. A well, bottom it doesn't feeder. have scales. If it's not kosher, if it doesn't have a cloven hoof or scales. So that's why shrimp and oysters are not kosher. But I don't uh-huh. know that that's actually in the Bible. I'm, I'm fairly sure it is because it's the thing that you bring up when people say that they adhere strictly to the Bible. You ask them if And then you shrimp. say, oh, well, oh. you eat shrimp. Yeah. Oh, I see. Sinner. Yeah. Well, I know some well, things like if, if it, like if it's a cadaver, you know, it eats dead things and mm-hmm. they can't have it. But I don't know yeah. if that's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I know some religious people don't eat crawfish and crabs and shrimp. They don't know what they're missing, darling. <laughs> they're delicious. Absolutely. God <laughs> wants you to eat them, okay? Beware <laughs> the man of one book. That's what all I say. <laughs> so, Chris, we never got back to the 59 people who have watched your... Uh, <laughs> the videos. Yeah. 58 before, but I'm yeah, sure there's one more. Give us the elevator pitch on the video. Let's get some 59 and 60. Yeah, all right. I want to get 60 people. You know, I just do like... I like to do videos and just little shorts about... Um, just something different, uh, different approach about my music world, and that's just being real, you know, just a real, true, honest approach, and putting out there kind of the normalcy of who I am, and juxtaposed okay, well, by how I play music, and what, what I become when I start playing music, and I become a different person. What does that usually look like? Give me, give me an example. Well, usually, uh, I'm not acting normal now, but when I start playing, I start going pretty wild, you know, mm-hmm. and I, uh, a, lot of my, a lot of my personality, you know, as an entertainer, is comes out on that stage, and I think that, that, in a sense, that's really what I like best about playing music is the performance. Uh-huh. And uh, I started filming that, and then uh, I started trying to think about what would it would be interesting to tell people what's going on with me during that performance. So that's kind of one the impetus behind a lot of the work that I put out there is, you know, just kind of letting people know the machine that goes into a live performance and leading a band and the mechanics of putting it all together and uh-huh. having it work and when it doesn't work and all those things. Yeah. And the human aspect of it. Totally. A lot of times people put their videos out to kind of deify them in this great way and I just try to do the opposite. I try to cool. let you know I'm just still thinking about the same stuff as you are. I think you just got 59. I'm totally going to check Come that. Come on. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, some of it Real is like music. stream of consciousness, like strange Absolutely. things, juxtapositions of yeah, because I am a kind of the guy that has a lot of things going on in my head about the world around me, mm. and uh, I like to write them down for starters, so I stop thinking about them because I just they're just you know inundated with them. And then as I started writing write them down, the scripts started to write themselves. You know, they really started to uh, just put together this whole image of what's going on in my head, and then I started to narrate it, film it, cool. and try to express it that way. Mm. And is this what you do for a living, or are you actually a tattoo artist? I'm both. I'm both. I'm a tattoo. I'm an artist. I am a bohemian. So how many tattoos would you do in, like, are you tattooing people every day? Yep. Yeah, I have a tattoo this afternoon after this. What, what are you going to do? Do you know what it is? Yeah, I've been working on this guy for about three or four years, and wow. he, uh, and today I'm working on a portrait of Dr. John that I started on him last week. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Are you really slow, or <laughs> no, has he got I'm a lot fast. of tattoos? <laughs> He's got a lot of tattoos, sleeves, and stuff like that. I usually... I, I do like really large projects, and they usually take years. I have like a lot of body, like full body suits, and they take about sometimes they take about eight to ten years. Wow. Full wow. body suits? Wow. Yeah, I have one guy, and he's huge, and I mean he's a really big fella. And I have his entire back, his entire leg, his all the way up to his armpit, and his entire front side. Wow. And um, gosh, I'm forgetting like all of his, all the backs of his legs, everything. Wow. And it's taken about ten years. This guy I'm working with today is a tie-dye artist and he does tie-dye everything shirts and things like that and he wanted a, a tattoo that would reflect 
his outfit, which is always something different and always something insanely colorful. So he has a blasting every color in the world tattoo on his arm and on his back, and I'm getting ready to do this other tribute. So that's, that's another thing I do. I play music. I, I'm an artist, and I, I do like doing tattoos. Uh, I've been doing it all for about 20 years now. Killer. Are you going to, in your exhibit, have a couple of your clients just stand perfectly still? Because that would be pretty cool. They'll be there, but they never stand still. Yeah. <laughs> With the photos. That's a great idea. That's yeah. a great idea. With the yeah. photos. Yeah. With the reflections of the tide pool. Body art. Oh, yeah. But uh, it is, it's, a, it's a great way to express oneself as an artist. And I'll tell you this. Uh, I do fine art, and I've, I have sold art, um, watercolors, and things like that. The thing that I like about being a tattoo artist is that it, the, it walks away from you but it never gets thrown away, you know. Right. It never, you never see this artwork in the back of somebody's garage that they used to like it 10 years ago, you know. It never goes out of date for those people. And when you see those people that you've tattooed uh, 10, 20 years later, as I am now, it's, just, it's a nice thing to just have your, like a recording, just right. like music, of where you were at that time, what you're all about, and how you were executing your art, you know, and your form of, have you have you improved as a tattoo artist over the last twenty years? Of course, of course. Everyone you, as everyone I, as an artist probably should never stop improving. So do, I would you, do you wish that you'd had some stuff to do over again that you did twenty that's, years that's ago? That's my question. That's I want to talk, question, I ask, ask I want to ask about the first time that ah, you put something on someone question. that was permanent. Ah, it's not great. <laughs> and how and how that worked. Did you, you admit to, it beforehand? Oh yeah, yeah. It, you have to really? tell them that you know you have and to make went, an I've never sure. done this before. Yeah. Who there's the so first? many people, by that's the way, that say yes to that. Mm. Really? What? Even to this day, because there's still stuff that I haven't done, you know, and I still say I've never done this before, and there are so many people, you would never believe it, but so many that say absolutely go for it, hmm. and if it doesn't work out, <laughs> maybe like, we'll try to figure it out. I haven't got that it's long not like to it's live. forever. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, you would never believe it if I told you. Like, I would not. It's unreal how many people are like, sure, absolutely. Man, is it free? But, but the first is it free? Is it free? That's the then main yes. thing. Yes, if it's free, wow. don't let me put anything on them. Wow. I've yeah. tattooed cockroaches on people. <laughs> so the, wow. for the first tattoo you okay. ever gave, mm -hmm. did they know that this was the first tattoo oh, that yeah, you'd ever given? Oh, yeah, the first three knew. And the contract was, if you ever need a tattoo for the rest of your life, as I get better, if I do get better, hopefully, you're, it's, it's on the house. Okay. You know? It's on the house. Have they so come back? No. <laughs> what, was the, what was the first tattoo? The first tattoo was um, some initials on somebody's arm. Okay. Huh. Yeah, nothing spectacular, but it was funny because I screwed it up, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> sure. it's, Why were you nervous? It's a skill. I was nervous. I remember the guy, who was my, the guy who was teaching me, he asked me how much coffee I had that day, and I didn't even drink any coffee. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, how much coffee do you drink, Chris? Just didn't understand what he's talking about. He leans over. He's like, your hands are yeah. shaking like oh crazy. You were like... So you just oh, have I'm a, a drug addict. <laughs> can you do it now? Can you drink and have coffee and stuff? Or do you? Oh yeah, I mean now it's old hats. I've been doing it since I was twenty, and uh, you know now I do. What about the blindness aspect? How's that? Actually, it's funny you mentioned that. So imagine this, okay? I'm nearsighted, incredibly nearsighted. I mean, if you know anything about nearsightedness, I'm minus nine in one eye and minus eight point five in the wow. other. Was well, that blind? That's basically, super ridiculously yeah, legally like... blind. I can't drive without it. Okay, but the phenomenon. Is that when I, take, up. when I take my contacts out, I actually see, and most people tell you this, close up with incredible accuracy and uh -huh. real precision. Yeah. has to be very, very close, like within four or five inches of my face. But if I do get there, I can. it's like a magnifying glass, essentially. Right. I see way, way closer in more detail than really? anyone with a regular 2020 okay. really? vision. It's a Stevie Wonder with his touch situation. Yeah, that I mean, I'm, and I'm talking, if I get right there, I can't read my driver's license unless it's right here. But once it is there, the focus wow. is incredible. So it's actually an asset that I've turned to my that favor. That is pretty cool. Wow. That's lucky that you've had that. I know, that's why I've never gotten LASIK. Yeah. Hey, Andrew, why before, lose that? These people right. are very lucky to have a blind tattoo artist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's all about the touch. That's amazing. <laughs> Andrew, how's the album going? Because we're... Are you recording now? Well, I'm going to record uh, mid-April, so three weeks Talking from now. Permanent, basically. permanent records. Yeah. Speaking of permanency, yeah. and, and my hands are shaking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, have you knocked off another one? You ready to play something? I don't have anything new. I've just been tweaking um, okay. the collection of tunes that will be. But I, I had some shows up northeast um, that last weekend, this past weekend, and uh, my favorite writing colleague, um, j well, buddy who who is a writer, he he moved to New York and. Wanted to work on his uh, literary skills, although he uh, is one of my favorite songwriters when we were 
you know, younger and going to the open mics, he was captivating. But he's writing short stories in New York now, and every time I go, I try to get a beer with him and send him some songs and see what he thinks. So we did that. I send him every song that I'm considering for the record. And we sat down, and he gave me some great, um, some great ideas for where I should be, in what direction I should be tweaking some of these tunes that feel like, That's feel fun. like near misses, you know, um, like they, like they, they might have a chance to be great, but right now they're just kind of good, you know. That's because of the you're talking about the words, not the music. Yeah, yeah, so lyrically, l- I think. Lyrically, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just okay. you know like a folky songwriter, so you know the, you know, there's only so, so have you got one done? It's only a few choices. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have so finished it. tunes, sure. Yeah, come on. I saw his calendar on his website. Oh, my gosh. It's Andrew's like got a lot of every, gigs. Oh, it's a whole, yeah. Right. It's like almost every day. So you can play along on your carbon fiber guitar oh, that's unless it's, been to Iran. And unless it's G minor. G minor. It has to be G minor for you. <laughs> I have like every harmonic in the world. I just only brought one. <laughs> yeah, just fit in the pocket easier. Do you have one of those bandolero things where you stick them all yes. in? I have a nice little purse. Looks like a little a handbag. <laughs> a looks like a handbag. I, seems to do the trick. Okay. Well, guys, thank you very much for having me here. I feel like I've been talking too much. It was the coffee, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Wow. Okay. Absolutely not. That stuff is serious business. Oh. Can we throw that over there, Janet? Can you move it? Yeah. All right. Well, shit. Um, I'm going to have to... Oh, this is in a tuning I didn't think it was in, so I'm going to play something else now. Let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, well, we can talk about something else while you tune it. No, if you I don't, want? I don't, no. Yeah. No, I'll just do what it's doing. All right. Um, Roll with it. Uh-huh. Roll it. Take one. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe your calendar. I was just saying. You have, you have an amazing calendar. You, oh, I, uh, every day. I have maybe coming up on a year and some change or something, started working with an agent who's, yeah, I don't have to worry about it anymore, which is was That's the goal. Great. It's been the goal for a while now, just... Yeah. Not wake up and think about booking, you know. Try wow. to cre- try to create something, you know. Maybe I need it. Yeah, I would. Besides like a date on the calendar. <laughs> wow, I want that. Telling you, dude. It's worth selling out for. Trust me. <laughs> well, it just takes some of that work off of kind of off your shoulders. You know? What would you do all day, Johnette, if you didn't have to book your own gigs? Oh, maybe ride, ride my bike. Ride your bike. <laughs> there you go. Push your bike across, across a parking lot. <laughs> Walk. Maybe get a back tattoo. <laughs> Come on. Uh-oh. Let's get started. So here's a... I think this one will probably make the cut, but it's, I guess this one's less lyrical and just... It's it's called Street Fair. It's like... Uh, it's it's the song you would write if you were trying to write a commercial for a street fair. And in that way, it's nothing like the rest of the stuff, but, you know, it's... You know. Red Street Festival coming up soon. <laughs> Brought to you by going down the steep fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going down the street fair. Sunny day in July. Oh, well, come on, babe, we can meet there. My sweet baby now. Oh, well, I'm going down the street fair. Sunny day in July Me and my baby gonna meet there My sweet baby and I Oh well, they say you meet me down at the street fair Sing a song, bring along a bottle of wine Catfish frying in the sunshine Baby, we can eat there Try me yours, baby, try your mine Yeah, Yeah, when I'm going down to the street fair Sunny day in July, all my yesterdays Yesterdays in the thin air Today won't pass me by, not this time, baby Say meet me down at the street Sing a song and bring along a bottle of wine, baby I can feel your body burning up like a street flame 
When it's getting late, your place or mine Until I hear the band play on a beat I got a funny feeling, it's right up my street So come on, baby, take my hand Let's go on dancing all night long at the street fair, baby Forthcoming album entitled. Oh shit! Uh, mm. oh, you can just leave that there, John. Okay. It's okay. That sounds good. We'll, we'll call it that. Just yep, leave it there. Leave it there. Just leave it there, John. It. It's okay. That's not That's a bad the full title. title. That's a working title. Yeah, That's absolutely. pretty all right. Just leave it there. It's not bad at all. Andrew Duhon, that is a that is a great That's song. That's a great song. Thanks, wow. Don't you think, John? I love your voice too. Thanks. Absolutely, love it. Good. I'll take it. Keep that on the album. I'll yeah, buy that for it. a dollar. All right. I'll take okay. It. Keep that one. So how many you got now? One. Mm-hmm. One well, down. That's a start, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One's good. in. Mm-hmm. Not how many on a record now? You have to make ten. I'm twelve. Nine. Nine. Twelve. Nine. Yeah. Seventy-four <laughs> minutes. Round yeah. up. Really? And, and it has a melody. You know, so many, so much music now doesn't have a melody. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you know what it goes with? Street <gasps> fair. Oh, hey, street fair. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we can all. All right, here we go, everybody. Okay. All right, boys and girls. When you hear going down to the you go street fair, here we oh, go. Right harmony, man. <laughs> going down to the street, street fair, sunny day in July. Me, my baby, you done that this person. One more time. Going down to the street, street fair. fair. Oh, you guys are so good. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. We're hired. How, how did I do with the? Uh, how did I do with you know, like the, here kid, the kid enthusiasm? <laughs> that's yeah. it. It's yeah? amazing. Nice. Yeah. Hey, look, that's it's all over. <laughs> it's all over. Audience for day. Thank you so much to Brian Ferry for coming down here and joining us. It's Brian been was amazing. Brian. Yeah. It's he was one of the seminal figures of rock and roll to join us here. He at, said he was shy, so he just he was said a little, he's yeah. very shy and apparently doesn't want to talk to us. But if you are listening to this before Thursday the 16th of March, and you're in New Orleans, you can go to the Brian Ferry Show at the Sanger Theatre. I believe there's still tickets left. So check that out. If you listen to it, the show after that, he's on tour all over the country. So if you're somewhere no, around about like North America. Nothing like getting a plug when you don't show up. Mm. Oh, he's a nice guy. <laughs> and he is actually one of the most important figures in, you know, 20th right. century rock. So we should give him a plug where we can, don't you think? Yeah. Just because you didn't show up. It was nice of him Fucking asshole, right? <laughs> but Sounds like that, you know? Yeah. No, he's got better point. things to do. I think, I think we're even now. There yeah. we go. <laughs> so right. Thomas Matera was here. We didn't even talk about your construction company or oh, anything. Oh, that's a good normal, point. So that's yes. something we'll, well for because, next time. For next time, that would be spectacular. Okay, we'll talk about your construction company next time. Chris Klein has been here. Hi. Be viewer number 60 and go to YouTube and search Chris Klein. Music and art is Music. what it's called. What actually is the name of the website? I think it's if you just put Chris Klein Music... And Google right. it, it'll take you there. It'll show you there. And I'll put a link to it on our website. It's neworleans.com as well. All right. Excellent. And Johnette Downing, the amb- children's ambassador to the world or something like that. What is it? What is your correct title? Uh, it's okay. Something <laughs> like that? Musical ambassador to children. Music but, ambassador to children. Yeah. International. That's very sweet. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for coming Thank back you. again. I had it's a great, great time. This yeah. has been a fun show. Thank you very Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Thank you very much. That's been Happy Hour for a whole other entire week. Thank you for joining us. Our show is produced by Graham DuPonte. Our music director is Christian Unruh and our music producer is Jean Valois. Thomas Walsh is our technical director and Asher Griffith and Grayson Jernigan did all the live feed. If you saw that on Facebook, thanks guys. If you didn't see it, you can go to our Facebook page, it's New Orleans, 
and take a look at it. Our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can sit around a table for about an hour and stay upright while drinking alcohol or even coffee. Drop us a line. Our address is on our website. It's neworleans.com. You can also check out many other shows we make here. There's hundreds of hours of happy hour to look at, as well as shows like Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace, True to the Game with the hilarious Chris True, Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss, and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canata, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker, and Milo's Music, par- music Parlor, that's right, with Kim Vu. The podcast about death is called Death the Podcast with psychologist Dr. Arian Alfant, and there's also questions from the waiting room with psychiatrist Nick Pajic, and there's also more. You can find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook and Twitter and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well, where all of it is called It's New Orleans. You can find us all over the place. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook page. Those photos are taken today by Alison Moon. If you listen to this show on your favorite podcast app, thank you for listening to us. And thanks for subscribing to us. Do one thing. If you've got a minute, take a moment to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans, which is right across from the European Wax Center. Nice. So come on down here anytime. They have a three-hour happy hour here from 3 to 6 every day and brunch on the weekends. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon, everybody around the table here at Wayfair. And back at our office at INO Broadcasting, I'm Grant Morris. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour.